Queendom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host Charity. And I'm your co-host Emily. We have a big show as always. We're going to get into some fun stuff. Stray Kids did a collaboration and it's for a video game, which also prompts us into a special segment where we talk about our favorite soundtracks, either from a video game or a K-drama or anything, a movie, whatever. Our girl Sorn from CLC released a single. We have a new group to review. Thank you, Danny. Purple Kiss. Do Young did a cover. We'll talk about that. KCON has been going on. We'll get into some of that. Wave Vision, as always. Emily has the news for you. Our songs of the week, a quiz. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm excited to talk about K drama OSTs. You love K dramas. I do. And that means original soundtrack. I feel like sometimes that throws people off when they see the OST. That just yeah. means original soundtrack. But yeah, I'm a big, big fan of K-dramas and the music's so great. The storytelling, it's just amazing. So I can't wait to break that down. We have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Welcome to our first time listeners. Welcome to our loyal listeners who we affectionately call the Queendom. We're happy to have you here for another week. 44 episodes. We're not slowing down. New episodes come out every Thursday. Be sure to check them out. If you're not following us on social media, feel free to give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram. NYC, K-pop queens. Give us a shout. Slide into those DMs. We'd love to say hi to you. And on those pages, our Twitter page specifically, we do poll results every week. Stuff comes up in conversation and we decide to ask the queendom your opinion. So make sure you're following us on Twitter so you can participate in those polls. We love to see if we're off base or if our community agrees with us. It's just kind of nice to get a temperature check on your opinions. So make sure to give us a follow. And with that, I think we should talk about the poll results from last week, Charity. Yes. Okay. So we reviewed the latest from Super Junior and the single was House Party, which was like this super fun, upbeat, Let's have a fun house party during COVID type of song. And then there was another song that they performed quite a bit before the release of the album that was a fan favorite called Burn the Floor. So we asked, do you think Burn the Floor or House Party should have been the first single? Very close vote, but 55% of you chose Burn the Floor over House Party. Charity, would that be your preference? How do you feel about that one? 1,000% Burn the Floor. I love that song. Okay. Not that I didn't love House Party, but Burn the Floor just hits a little different. Okay. I would choose House Party because it's fun <laughs> and it feels more like a single, but I think you can't go wrong. So we also talked about Pentagon, who you know we're big fans of. I ride hard for the boys of Pentagon. And we wanted to know your opinion. Daisy, huge hit for them. And it was very dark and brooding. And then Do or Not, the latest comeback, it's bright, happy, fun. I talked about how I had trouble at first because I was really used to the darkness from the last comeback. This was like, wait, wait. (laughs) But I ended up loving it. If you listened to the episode last week, we both really, really enjoyed that mini album and the Pentagon comeback. So we asked you, Queendom, do you prefer the dark and brooding Pentagon or the happy, fun Pentagon? And 57% said they prefer the do or not happy fun Pentagon. Ooh. 
I mean, it's refreshing to see them that way for sure. So that's one that you really can't go wrong on. I mean, they're both awesome. So thank you all so much for voting. Thank you for letting us know your opinions and staying up to date with us on social media. Once again, NYC K-pop queens. Now it's time for some shout outs. Queendom, we see where you're listening from every week. We're consistently overwhelmed with the support we're getting and the community that we're building here on this podcast. So really quickly, let's give some shout outs to Country Club Florida, Brampton, Ontario, Austin, Texas, Troy, Ohio. Special shout out to all of our friends in Los Angeles, LA. We see you. You know, we love you. Norway, thank you so much for listening. Shout out to Bolivia, New Zealand, and a huge special shout out to Avni from India. Thank you so much for sliding into our DMs. We're really, really happy you're listening and you dig the podcast. So special shout out. Hi, Avni. Hi, Avni. I think with that, it's time to get into it. Charity, let's let's go. Let's talk about this amazing song. So Stray Kids were part of a song made for PUBG. If you don't know what PUBG is, it's a hugely popular video game. I'm not really a gamer, but I know what PUBG is. If you say it, like, oh, yeah, really, really popular. People play it all over the world, including our favorite K-pop idols, So it's a big deal to get to do a soundtrack song for a video game. Video games have kind of taken over media as the most popular, most Mm -hmm. profitable storytelling form. So this is a huge deal for Stray Kids. DJ Alesso, Corsic, and Stray Kids have a new song out called Going Dumb. Again, it was made for this video game. It's a dance song. This is a banger. It's a banger. I... Love it. I think Chan sounds so good on this track. How cool is it that they have a dance song like this? I love it. I felt like I was in the club. It was like a house music, like that that kind of like auto tune. Oh, man. I'm not a big club goer, but boy, would I love to go to a club these days just because we have the choice has been taken from us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But at least we can be in the club in our apartments listening to this song add it to the playlist for house party follow super junior's (laughs) advice right yeah i think it's a great song i love it and it just showcases another facet of what stray kids can do you know they they do so much and they can kind of do any genre we've heard them do a lot of genres but this i loved this i i just thought their voices sounded so so good they fit mm-hmm. the tone and the genre so well. It's just a fun song. And it stays in your head. I've been singing it yeah. all week. It's really a well-produced song. I'm not surprised, but I love it. I'm happy for them that they got this opportunity. Yeah. This opens them up to a lot of different people who may not have been as familiar with them. Mm-hmm. How cool is that, you know? Very exciting. It's dope. It's really, really, really good. And I also want to say happy anniversary. Happy three years, Stray Kids. We record on Wednesdays and today it's three years for Stray Kids. So amazing. They've done so much in three years too. Right? Right. Like they've only been out for three years. That's phenomenal what they've been able to accomplish. So hopefully the group continues to move forward in a positive way and keeps putting out these bangers. Hopefully we get our boy Hyunjin back. 
you all know how we feel about this. I talk about it every <laughs> week. I'm very upset about it. He's still not back. It sucks. So hopefully we get him back ASAP. We need him. Stray kids need him, but they're continuing to kill it. I'm so proud of them. I don't know how I feel about watching Kingdom with him edited out. Like, yeah, it's, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. We definitely went on our tangent before, but ugh. like, I'm excited about it. I'll obviously support the rest of the guys. I love the group, but there's something that was like taken away with him not yeah. being there and not competing and performing. So just feels a little weird. I'm really, really hoping this hiatus is done soon. But in any case, he sounded great on the song. He's part of the song going dumb. I think it's a good sign that he's still in it. Yeah, they didn't edit him out. Yeah. On Chance this week, he went through and said who was singing what part, which I thought was really helpful because it is auto-tuned. Auto-tuned, you know, yeah. Track. Yep. So it was a little bit harder to distinguish their voices. I thought Chan really took over and you heard him so much, mm -hmm. but they're all in it. And that's very helpful. I think if you watch the YouTube video, lovely commenter went ahead and listed it out for you. So if you guys Aww. are wondering the same thing, just Gotta go love to stays. YouTube. Yeah. Love stays. A YouTuber went in after Chan's room and listed it out. So they're all on there and they all sound really good. And they're capable. I think their catalog, like they could play festivals. Yeah. They really could. They could play festivals with DJs headlining because they have a lot of songs that fit that mold. And I think mm -hmm. the crowd would go crazy. So yeah. add this to the list. Oh, Stray Kids. My gosh, fest <laughs> will never end. <laughs> Should we play a clip so Queendom can hear what we're talking yes. about? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Let's play a clip of Going Dumb by Alesso, Corsic, and Stray Kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feels like love. I'm bunda. Me tea. I'm getting good night. No report to my dad. She adore. Start the car. I should have strobe lights going when I listen to this song. <laughs> Get out the lasers. Right. Get out the lasers. Yes. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it fits so well. I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Really great song. Everyone's going to be hearing it on PUBG. So congratulations to those guys. It's charted phenomenally. It's doing really well worldwide. So I'm sure it will continue. And we'll get you any of those figures as they come in. But I've seen a few headlines that it's doing really well. So congratulations to Stray Kids. And thank you so much to Alesso for including them. Yeah, that's cool. These collaborations are the ones that excite me. You know, we talk about collaborations all the time and kind of a certain group we're not a fan of a lot of the people they choose to collaborate with. <laughs> 
this is exciting. This is a great collaboration. It's very smart. So shout out to whoever made that happen. Maybe we're showing some love to people at the Stray Kids label. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> it was smart. It was a great collaboration. So good on you. Congratulations. And this was made for a video game. So we had the idea this was made for a video game. We haven't talked about K-drama songs on the podcast. You know, we're we're strictly a K-pop podcast. I know a lot of other ones also discuss K-dramas. And as tempting as that is, we're going to stick to music, what we know and what we love. <laughs> yeah. I personally watch a lot of K-dramas. Thanks to coronavirus, I fell into a hole, a K-hole, not drugs, but... <laughs> Not the drug. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> a dramas on Netflix. So I've spent the past year watching and consuming a lot of them. And what's funny is there's still so many more to watch. Like mm -hmm. these shows are so beautiful. Usually 16 episodes. They run from an hour to an hour and a half each. So it's like you're watching a movie. No commercials. I mean, the content is just superior to anything we have on TV, in my opinion. I would much rather watch a K-drama. It's just like the storytelling is next level. It reminds me of when I fell for K-pop mm -hmm. and why I loved mm -hmm. it for the artistry and what they bring to music. K-dramas do the same thing for storytelling, television, miniseries, and movies. So with that comes amazing soundtracks. They're not going to leave that out. And there's so many songs from K-pop so idols. There's songs from people I've never heard of. There's just so many cool songs. So we decided to do our personal top 10 favorite soundtrack songs from K-dramas. So these are just ones we've come across and we really enjoy. We're not saying these are the best songs from K-dramas. I'm sure there's some that will leave off our lists. Yeah. That people will be like, oh wait, you left this off. My list are my personal favorites, like the ones I just like. Yeah. <laughs> so we will see how our lists compare. I'm not sure if we'll have a lot of the same songs. I would be shocked if we had any of the same songs. Because <laughs> there's so many to choose from. Yeah. Like mine may come from some of the dramas I really liked. And yeah. I don't think you've watched those dramas. So you might yeah, not yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have different exposure to it as well. And there's just so many, like you're saying, there's just so many songs, but you never know. We've had some similar ones on our list before. Yeah, that's true. So let's get it going, Charity. Okay. These are the New York City K-pop queens. Top 20 favorite OST original soundtrack songs. We each have 10 picks. We'll go back and forth like we did for our favorite love songs on Valentine's Day, our Christmas special. We did something similar, mm -hmm. our end of year special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are fun little segments for the show. So without further ado, Charity, what's your first song? My first song I have mentioned a few times on the podcast. It's not going to be a surprise. It's from the K-drama Tale of the Nine Tales. It's my ultimate song. I'll be there. I could not do this without having to show new song. So that's my first pick. I love this song. Okay. And I have, again, played it for you guys. I've talked about it before. I could not not have him on the list. Okay. A predictable choice from Charity Out the Gate. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> show new. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I think we even played that song once. It was one of your, like, song of the week, and we played yeah. it. Yeah. You all yeah. know that song. Okay. <laughs> What's your first one? My first one is a song called Still Fighting It 
by Lee Chan Soul. It's from Itawan Class. I was familiar with this song. It's a Ben Folds Five song. It's a very emotional song, kind of about the pain of growing up and the bittersweetness. It's a heavy, heartbreaking song. And this version in that K-drama, it hit so hard. Like it's so, if any of you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. It's so emotional. I ugly cried. I was already ugly crying because of what was going on in the story. And then when this song came on, ouch, it's just a beautiful song. And a lot of times I don't like the remakes, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. I know this song. I like the original. I think this one captures the emotion of it. Maybe even better than the original. It's a different take. It's so beautiful. So that's my first pick. I don't know this song, so I'm excited to listen to it. And I'm fairly certain I probably won't have heard any of your songs. So I cannot wait to listen (laughs) to our playlist this week. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, what's your second song? My second song, again, everyone knows another predictable choice, is actually from BTS World Game soundtrack, Heartbeat. Okay. That song grew on me over time. When I first heard it, I wasn't the biggest fan. But over time, I actually really like the song. And it's on the BTS game. Okay, yeah. So from the BTS, like, that was a mobile game. There were a couple. It was the first soundtrack they released to go along with the launch of the game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember playing it. Yeah. Yes, me too. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, we can't do this. (laughs) I quit way before Emily did. I was like, nope, nope, not for me. (laughs) I'm not a gamer. It's a lot. I like those type of games, though. They're a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah, I did stick with it. It was quite the commitment. A great choice. Yeah. Okay. What's your second choice? My second choice I've talked about on the show. So when I thought about my favorite songs from K-dramas and soundtracks, you know, I obviously like the heartbreak, the really tough ones. But there's something really magical that happens in these shows with these really uplifting, bubbly, happy songs. And Those have kind of snuck into my psyche as well. I've talked about this one. (laughs) It's from a K-drama that I loved. This one came out in 2020, end of 2020, called Startup. And it's by Red Velvet. The title is Future. So Future by Red Velvet. It's just a really happy, the future is bright, kind of good feeling song. So Red Velvet Girls, they had to be on my list. (laughs) Okay, what's your third song? My third song is from your ultimate, My Love from the K-drama <gasps> Dr. Romantic 2 oh, by Bacon. It's such a beautiful piano ballad. When I heard it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. I love when he sings ballads. His voice just, oh, I mean, who am I telling? This is your man, but like, oh my love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that song is so beautiful. <laughs> and he's... He's done soundtrack songs, a lot of soundtrack songs. He's yeah, got yeah. a whole bunch to choose from, but I love that one. That one has a special place in my cheesy heart. It's beautiful, and he sounds so good in it. Good choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love that one. My next one is a song called Lost by Hannah. It's in a K-drama called Graceful Friends. Originally, that's called Elegant Friends. It was translated to Graceful Friends for here. It's a really cool, intense song, and I love her tone. It's just very, very memorable, and it brings something different to the table. So 
I would highly recommend that song. Graceful Friends, I think a lot of people slept on. It didn't get going really till the third or fourth episode. So I get why people were like, eh, but I would highly recommend it. I think it's a, it's a good one. Uh, my next one is from a K-drama called Goblin. It came out in 2016. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's called Stay With Me. And it's by our guy, Chenyol from EXO yep. and a girl named Punch, who I was not familiar with. But I love her voice on this and I love their voices together. Uh, such a good song. That's one of the most famous songs. And the Goblin soundtrack is one that's always referenced. Like yeah, everyone yeah. loves Goblin and that soundtrack. That's such mm-hmm. a cool song. Punch does a lot of soundtrack songs. I love her voice. Yeah, that's a cool song. For sure. What's your next one? Okay, my next one, um, I've already mentioned this K-drama, Ichuan Class, which is funny. I liked it. I didn't love it. It's not my favorite, but it had a really great soundtrack. And my next song is by V. Young from BTS. Mm-hmm. It's called Sweet Night. It's so beautiful and tender and romantic. And, you know, he has that soft, deep voice in, in this song, and it's just stunning. I think it's like it charted ridiculously and it's the most popular, at least for 2020, I know it was the most popular soundtrack song. It's a beautiful song. I'm sure a lot of you listening know it. It's really good. So shout out to V, Taeyang. Okay, what's your next song? My next one is from my girl Hwasa. It's the song is called Orbit and it's from the King Eternal Monarch. And I just love yeah. her voice. I mean, Wasa's her voice is just ridiculous to me. So I had to have her on my list. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying 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 to get them on there. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 We all artists, man. We go you feel me? We going to have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I ain't gonna lie, we play with this shit right now for real. For oh, I ain't gonna lie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. My next one is from the super popular K drama High Castle. Highly recommend. Oh, yeah. It's called We All Lie by Ja Jin. It kind of reminds me of Lost by Hannah for Graceful Friends in that it's mm-hmm. really intense and haunting. It's just a cool song and it's different. So it stayed with me. So that's on my list for sure. Okay. What's next on your list? Uh, my next one is called So Goodbye. It's from City Hunter and it's from Jung Hyun from Shiny. And we know yeah. how much I love him. I love his voice. Yeah. I obviously could not have a list without him on it yeah good choice good choice (laughs) okay my next one it's from the girls of idol we talk about them on the podcast every once in a while i feel like we just reviewed them although that was probably months ago time flies it's called help me and it's from her private life it's just really another upbeat kind of life-affirming happy song it just sounds Mm -hmm. like a bubbly soundtrack song i love the pure pop happy vibe of it so it's a fun one mixing up the playlist have to have some (laughs) happy with the sad and the intense (laughs) okay what's your next one 
My next one is Fall in You from True Beauty. And it's someone I hadn't discovered before. His name is Ha Sung Woon. That hmm. sent me down a rabbit hole of his music. He <laughs> has a few songs out and they are now on my playlist. But this song specifically is just a beautiful ballad. He has a very beautiful voice and he'll actually perform on KCON later in the weeks. So we'll get to that later. But ooh. I was like, ooh, look at me discovering him and then I get to see him perform soon. All right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I love when that happens. Yeah. Well, new discoveries are always the best. So exciting. Like not only in K-pop and K-dramas, but just American TV shows and movies, you find so much through soundtracks. Yeah. And like we mentioned, mm-hmm. now it's video games. Video games are everything. It's yeah. always, yeah, so exciting to find some new music. Okay, my next one, we already talked about it. I chose My Love by Bacon. <laughs> I love it. We do have one on there. (laughs) We do have one. I didn't want to spoil it, but yeah, I love that song. I think it's beautiful. It's from Dr. Romantic too. Mm -hmm. His voice is just really well suited for emotional ballads and is lovely and sweet and very kind of heartfelt. So yeah, I had to put bacon on there. It was hard to choose just one, but I did it. But he does a song with Susie. I'm a huge fan of Susie as an actress. She used to be in a girl group called Miss A. But Bacon did a song with her years ago that's also really good. So I was kind of on the fence. But this is the one I always come back to. So it's the one on my top 10 list. Okay, we're getting towards the end, Charity. What's the next song? My next one is from our guys from GOT7, JB and Jackson. It's from a K-drama called The Package, and the song is You and I. What I really like about the song is it kind of starts like it's an acoustic song, and then it goes into like the beat drops, and I just love it. I love the intro, and I just love their voices. So yeah, and I I needed to have my Got Seven Boys on here, so at least two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if I'm familiar with that song, so that's exciting. I can't wait to hear it. What's your next one? My next one is a song called This Life by Moon Sung Nam. It's from Because This Is My First Life. It's just a really strikingly beautiful song. I love the music in it. It's a slow song. It's just really beautiful. And his voice is so nice. It's just like soothing to your ears. Yeah, it's a good one. I didn't watch that K-drama. I haven't watched that one yet, but I love the song, so I'm sure I will. (laughs) What's your next one? My next one is Cool from Tax Team 38, and it's from Key and Do Young. And it's a really fun, upbeat song. It was It's kind of a cool collab to see for a soundtrack. Yeah. It came out in 2016. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. These K-pop guys are busy. Guys right? and girls. They're, they're busy. <laughs> they're doing everything. Yeah, that's another one I'm not familiar with, so that's really cool. Okay, my next song is a song called Stay by Hyolin, H-Y-O-L-Y-N. It's from a K-drama called My Lawyer, Mr. Joe 2, Crime and Punishment. So it was like the second season of this Mm -hmm. one. The song is just so cool. It's a really sexy, kind of jazzy song. It's really, really neat. And it has like a muffled trumpet and a baritone sax at one point. Ooh. I was like, oh, I love this. I love it's me a so sax. Cool. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Always. Yeah, me too. It's just a really cool, interesting song. I've never watched that K-drama, but when I found that song, I was like, oh yeah. It's been on my playlist for a little bit now. Okay, your last song, Charity. Last song actually is from a K-drama that came out this year. It's called Replay. The song is called OMOM, and it's from our guy Kian from Monster X. So it's called OMOM? Mm-hmm. It's from, it's, I guess, a web drama. Okay. I just love the tone of his voice so much. Yeah. Ugh. Kian's a great singer. Oh, God. I, I Yeah, he's so strong. I will never forget that cover he did of Imagine Dragons. Oh, right? my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he nailed Literally it. my favorite cover ever. So good. Yeah. And he has like that power mm-hmm. voice that really suits ballads and, yeah. you know, soundtrack songs. So yeah. I'm sure it's an awesome one. Okay, that's Charity's top 10. Top 10. What's your last um, one? My last, my favorite OST songs it's from a K-drama that I'm watching currently, and I love this drama so much. I feel like it's slept on. You all need to be watching it. It's called Hello Me, and the song is by the girl group Weekly, and it's the theme song for the show. It's called Wake Up, and it's just really like a happy pill. Like The song is so infectious and kind of obnoxious and very bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. It just it's a great song to wake up to literally without being cheesy. It really is. It's kind of a happy pill. And I wanted to end my list with this bright sunshine from weekly. If you guys aren't watching hello me, check it out. It's my favorite K drama right now. It's so, so good. We've got like six episodes left. It's on Netflix, two new episodes a week. I think it's very like, I don't know, maybe relevant for some of our listeners. It's about Mm -hmm. a 37 year old woman and her 17 year old version comes back into her life so it's really cool check it out guys but that's the theme song and it's awesome so those are our top 10 I guess we have 19 songs because we both picked my love yeah (laughs) we'll go ahead and put these into a playlist so you can listen to all of them if you look in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now the link to the playlist should be there if not Look us up on Spotify, NYC, K-pop Queens. Click on our profile and you'll be able to find playlists from every song we mention each episode. So you can kind of listen along. I also want to give like, there were other songs. I have honorable mention songs. Because <laughs> I, I picked like the one from Goblin by Channel and Punch, Stay With Me. Is It Love by Vix from Are You Human? Ooh. So good. And then It's You by Henry from While You Were Sleeping. Like the opening line of that, he just sounds, oh, it's swoon worthy. It's a great song. And then another video game song, it didn't make my top 10, but honorable mention is the recent one from Raiden, Bacon, and Changmo for League of Legends called Runner. I feel like that was a great song. It was very much an Imagine Dragons vibe. Mm Mm-hmm but just didn't sneak into my top 10. So maybe next year. Maybe next year. (laughs) Yeah, maybe next year. Let us know what your favorite K-drama songs are. There's so many. There's so many to choose from. It was really hard to make a list of just 10 that stood out, but those are our top 10 lists. We'll share them with you on our playlist and on social media. But while we're on the subject of K-dramas, I think maybe it is 
that time of the podcast for our favorite thing, Charity. It's quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> Charity came in a little late. Charity came in a little, a little late, late this week. We're uh, we're gonna we're working on layered vocals now. Yeah, for the, layered. Um, yes. Yeah. For the song, <laughs> layered and delayed. I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who let me know that the way we sing quiz time, it's actually kind of a jazzy chord and it's a legendary chord. It's the Hendrix chord. So for all of you musicians out there listening, we naturally just did that on our own. Obviously. Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) quiz time and Hendrix chord. You know, you know how we do it. Okay. So this week we're going to do a quiz called Let's Find Out which iconic K-drama you need to watch as soon as possible. So because we were talking about K-dramas, again, don't get it twisted. We're not going into it being a K-drama podcast. This is just a special for this week. And we have a lot of music to talk about after this, and we will continue to talk about music for the rest of our lives. But this week's a K-drama segment. So we're going to finish out the segment with this fun quiz. Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question number one. When you watch a show, do you want it to have a happy ending? I want a meaningful ending. I want a satisfying ending. Make me cry buckets. Fairy tale wedding or nothing. It's not the ending. It's the journey. I want a satisfying ending. Me too. Me too, me too, me too. Like, I definitely don't always want like a happy ending. You have to earn that. So I want something that feels like... Okay, even if it was sad or I didn't want that, that's what should have happened there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you looking for in a good drama? Moral struggles, action, comedy, a K-pop cameo, all of the above. All of the above. (laughs) I know, me too. (laughs) I think we're going to start to diverge. I think we're going to diverge here. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. What do you look for in a male lead? gentlemanly, rich, funny, protective, or broody? Gentlemanly. And it's time to diverge. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I chose broody. I want the brooding male lead. What do you look for in a female lead? Mature, relatable, smart, sweet, or confident? Relatable. I'm going to say sweet. Do you like shows that dabble in horror? I like exciting shows, but no creepy factor, thanks. With a side of psychological trauma, please. (laughs) No horror. I like paranormal stuff, or I like my shows gritty and realistic. No horror. Absolutely not. No thank you. No way, no how. I'm okay with horror. Like, I'm fine with it. It's just that I don't naturally gravitate towards it. So of these choices, I'm going to say I like my shows gritty and realistic. What time period do you enjoy watching? Modern, historical, time travel, or no preference? Modern. Yeah, same. I like modern. Yeah. Like, again, I'll watch other stuff. A good story is a good story. So I never, like, turn myself off to genres. But in general, if I had to pick between, like, historical or modern or whatever, I'd go with modern. Okay. Do you like shows that are intense? I'm craving something light and fluffy. The darker, the better. Or I'm fine with or without it. I'm craving something light and fluffy. That is what I like. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm fine with or without it. I love the dark shows, but then I also really like the kind of lighter, more romantic comedy ones. I think it's nice to have balance. So <laughs> I'm going there. Uh, I think we'll get the same answer on this one. What's your opinion on K-pop? K-pop is not for me. Excitedly prepares PowerPoint presentation about bias groups. <laughs> I don't hate it or love it. I'm familiar with a few bands. <laughs> I mean, like I'm familiar with a few bands, but it's really not for me. I just talk about it every week on a podcast and spend all of my time on it. But you know, an audio. Um, basically, it's an audio PowerPoint. Every yeah, week. we already do give PowerPoint presentations. Uh, we go into way more detail where's where's the we have a podcast we're obsessed button no I definitely love these options I'm picking Uh, slightly prepares a powerpoint presentation about bias groups oh I love that question I'm obviously picking the same thing yeah (laughs) what are your soundtrack preferences catchy earworms soaring instrumentals emotional lyrics understated and not distracting straight up k-pop jazzy and upbeat simple and evocative iconic and funny easy to sing along with or thoughtful and well-timed lots of choices give me some emotional lyrics please i choose thoughtful and well-timed okay what did you get i got the king eternal monarch one of the (gasps) soundtracks i mentioned that's what I got. <laughs> no way. Oh, I love it. And we had different answers. Yeah. We did have a few of the same, All though. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Minho is back and better than ever. Paired with the incredible Kim Go Yoon from Goblin fame, Minho is the king while she's a no-nonsense police detective. Our brand new favorite couple are focused on saving not one, but two dimensions, all in jaw-dropping cinemagraphic K-drama glory. Well, that's what we're watching, hmm. Emily. Okay. Right. Kind of like a fantasy. We're going into different realms. Yeah. That's a super popular one. I haven't yeah. watched it because I tend to not go into the fantasy ones, but like my mind is open. I'm totally fine with it. Queendom, you have to take this quiz with us. There's a link in the description of the podcast you're listening to. We'll also post it on our Twitter account. Let us know what you got because I'm dying Mm -hmm. to know what the other choices were. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, that was a fun one. And now you have more of a feel on our K-drama preferences. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sticking with us during that segment. Hope that was fun and it got you thinking about your favorite original soundtrack songs from Korean dramas. It's time to move on and get back to the music. Okay, so our girl Sorn released a solo single this past week. Sorn is from CLC. We've reviewed them on the show before. This didn't have a lot of lead up. I feel like we just found out about it a week before it was dropped, which is kind mm-hmm. of cool because it didn't have the intense like months long lead up where your expectations yeah. get raised. It's called Run. She released a music video for it. What did you think of it? She's my bias from CLC, yes. so I was really excited. <laughs> I thought it was very Western. I loved her voice in it. I thought she looked so beautiful. And the song was very Western. The video was very Western. It sounded very Western. Clearly, they're trying to break over here or push her over here or maybe test the waters. 
I really, really liked it. I thought she had such an infectious smile in it. I was very pleasantly surprised with it. What did you think of it? Yeah, I loved it. I think it's so spot on. It's cute. It's young. It's fresh. Yeah. It has a really positive message and vibe. It definitely looks very Western, American. Mm-hmm. It's all in English. Yeah, it sounds like a song that would be on American radio. And it sounds like yeah. a song that a lot of people would relate to and really enjoy. I think this is what YG was trying to do with Rosé and failed. Yeah. To me, this is what Rosé should have done. This is light years better than On the Ground. It's just a better song. It, it just checks all the boxes. To me, this didn't feel like a shameless no, try to get on no. American radio song. It fits her. It fits. Yes. It feels yeah. genuine. And I feel like in the music video, and I'm only comparing it to Rosé because we just talked about hers last week. And it's mm-hmm. a huge, huge song. It's the complete opposite. The music video. It's no makeup, playing with llamas, you know. Yes cute (laughs) on the beach it just feels like all the pretense and the crap was stripped away even Mm -hmm. like with her styling and and the look so she looks so so fresh fresh. and carefree (gasps) jinx yeah yeah it's fresh it's carefree it doesn't feel calculated she to me this girl is very relatable and i want to be friends with her and when you're trying to break a solo artist, that's what people want. Yeah. You want the girl that guys think is pretty and that girls want to be best friends with. And she just seems so genuine and likable. And it just felt very real and sweet. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say I wasn't expecting much, but I mean, my expectations, again, the rollout was very smart. Yeah. So, it wasn't a lot of time to think about it. No, just like, okay, cool. She's releasing something. And then then this came out and it was just so, so different from the heavily made up world of K-pop videos. It just Mm -hmm. felt, you know, no choreography and no costumes. It just felt very real and grounded. So this is my vibe. Yes, very grounded. Yeah. I loved it. I love her. Yeah. She's she's just amazing. She's just very likable. I thought this Mm -hmm. was really, really smart and well done. She's not as well-known as a lot of other girls. I mean, it's a yeah. huge risk. They didn't go the safe route. This is a different different vibe for a K-pop solo artist. I think out of every K-pop solo artist we've reviewed. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen something like this. They're smart. I feel like they are trying to break her, but it doesn't seem contrived. Yeah. Well, and I think there's just something to... Everyone wants something different. You know, we Mm -hmm. all want something different from music. We're all attracted to different things and different things resonate with different people. Yeah. But there's just, to me, something to somebody stripped down at a llama farm, walking on the beach. So relatable. That's what it is. And sometimes I don't want to see, you know, the unattainable female singer. I think as a woman, sometimes I don't want to see the costumes and the makeup and the Photoshop and the the big production. The production Mm -hmm. behind K-pop is one of the many reasons we love K-pop, but there's room to strip that away sometimes. And this was the first time I can think of seeing it like this. The NCT guys did it for home for that music video. And it Mm -hmm. was really endearing and nice to see this just coming from a female artist. Yeah, from a female artist to do this. And the sound of it was just very different. 
I loved it. I loved it. It was so refreshing. Yeah. I liked her as well. I like CLC a lot. I think they're great. Yeah. 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 This was (laughs) exactly. I love that song. Um, I go, let's just. Hello, noise on the takeoff. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I think it's really smart. So, hopefully, it'll do well. I think take away the numbers and everything else, this, you know, will make noise in some circles, no matter what. It was really well done. So, congratulations. Let's listen to it. Do you want to listen to a clip? Yeah, I sure do. (laughs) Okay. This is Run by Sorn. just love it such a good job yeah it's just a good song yeah it's just really a simple kind of well-produced nice song so mm-hmm. a song with the music video yeah it's it's really nice congratulations to her solid debut that's yeah. that's a really 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 awesome showing and huge shout out to stripping off all of the makeup and costumes and yeah. the whole thing and doing a simple video sometimes simple is more impactful and me on this one, it definitely hit. So yeah, go Sorn. All right, girl power. Let's let's keep it going because we were introduced to a new girl group called Purple Kiss. Thank you to our good friend Danny. Purple Kiss, new group. They had a mini album come out. They've released a few songs, but this is like the first, you know, album. Mm-hmm. So new album this week. They're on RBW. Which is Mama Moo's label. So this mm-hmm. should be up Charity's Alley. <laughs> the EP is called Into Violet. So we're doing the purple kiss into violet. Feeling a purple theme coming on here, Charity. <laughs> <laughs> on this EP, they gave us seven songs. The lead single is called Panzona. All right, let's talk about it. What are your thoughts? I really liked it. I feel like Danny is always so good with the suggestions for songs. Like, I don't think there's been anything she suggests that we were not, like, into. So thank you again, Danny. I really <laughs> liked it. I thought this song, without the video, sounded a little bit sluggish. But then when I watched the yeah. video, I didn't feel that way. I liked the dark concept of the video. I liked their edgy looks. They have a lot of potential. They're trying different concepts in the videos that they've released so far. I prefer dark and edgy. I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it. What did you think? I agree with you when it's sluggish. Panzona's not my favorite song. I don't think it's bad. But Yeah, same. I was really waiting for it to get going and it didn't. There was mm-hmm. nothing exceptional. It kind of stays mid-tempo. Biggest positive for me, I loved the low tones. This group mm-hmm. has a few girls that really do sing in a lower tone, which you know we love. So I really liked that. I thought their look, yeah, the dark kind of look. I definitely got like an idol mixed with Dreamcatcher vibe from their yes. visuals. Yeah. Even the choreography. Very much so, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I thought they were interesting looking. I liked their formations. I loved the short blonde bob with bangs. I just thought that was like, Mm -hmm. she looks like a badass. Really cool. Yeah, I didn't love the song, but I definitely didn't hate it. I can kind of see where their strengths lie, and I think they have a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. What about the rest of the album? Which ones did you like? This is my favorite song on the album. This actually was one of their pre-debuts that came out in February called Can We Talk Again? To me, Mm -hmm. that was the strongest song on the entire album. I loved it. It was more of like an R&B groove, which we know I'm a big fan of. I love that. I really liked Period, which was the ending song on the album. Mm-hmm. It was very pretty. I love a good ballad. I think it really showcased their vocals. And the last song that I really liked, which was also another debut song, it was actually their first song, was My Heart Skips a Beat. Yeah. It kind of had like a rock guitar, and then it went into like the marching band drum sound. And that was a very different concept for the other one. So I think they're trying to figure out what they want to do. I prefer the dark and edgy one. We'll see where they go with it. But I thought for a debut, they really have strong potential, I think. But do you want the dark and edgy rock or do you want the dark and edgy, like, can we talk again? I think they can do both. I don't think you have to pick. I think they can do edgy rock and R&B. I mean, Stray Kids is all over the map with their kind of songs. I don't think they have to pick a sound but I think maybe for an album they should stick with the concept like how Pentagon did that like more brooding sound and then the next album was more happy I think for an album it should be a little more cohesive but I really you know was impressed with this being their debut what did you think of the songs on the album how did you feel about it I liked the opener I thought intro crown was really a strong open to this EP it was very Billie Eilish Mm mm-hmm which is exciting. We haven't heard a lot of that in K-pop. Yeah. And yeah. I love that sound and that vibe so much. I think there's definitely room for it. I was a little disappointed that things didn't continue on that path as the album kept going. I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I like this lane for this group. I want to hear more of this. But it's exciting that they can clearly do that and that they can kind of fit that sound and those tones and that vibe. So I'm sure they'll do more of that in the coming years. So I thought that was really cool. I liked My Heart Skips a Beat too. It's very rock, very dream catcher. It's cool. They're definitely a darker group. You know, they're not coming mm-hmm. out with the cutesy visuals. They're coming out with black and purple and a darker storyline kind of. And I, yeah. I like it. I think there's a lot to work with there. Those are probably my two favorite songs. I also liked Hello. I thought that was cool and it was well done. They sounded good in that song. There's clearly a lot of potential here. It'll be interesting to see where they go next because they definitely dabbled in this album with a few different vibes and sounds. And I think you see that a lot with younger K-pop groups that they kind of release stuff and see what people respond to and then move on from that. Well, I hope because RBW lately with Mamamoo has been missing with that kind of stuff because we've talked about that a lot where they have not been strong with concepts so I hope that this is them testing the waters and not them setting them on a path of having no strong concept with every album they do right no I agree I actually worried when I saw they were on Mamamoo's label because I'm not a massive fan of what they've been doing they've kind of done Mamamoo dirty while putting all their money and everything else behind Hwasa so I, yeah, if I was in another girl group on that label, I'd be real worried. They're going to pluck one out, make her a star and leave the rest behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
not saying that's going to happen, but I think the way they've moved with that particular group hasn't been great. Yeah. It'll be not lately. In the beginning, they did amazing with them just this past year or so. It's just been a little confusing. Well, I mean, I get what they're doing, but it's like, okay, if you decide that this person's the star, the rest of the group isn't it, then don't keep doing comebacks with the rest of the group too and not supporting them and giving them the resources they need. Just the visuals and the styling has been pretty rough for for the mom and the girls. But I liked this styling. I thought there were interesting visuals with this group. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a nice debut. I like the name Purple Kiss, cool name. Mm -hmm. I like the colored names, like Cherry Bullet, Purple Kiss. It's fun. (laughs) So there's definitely potential here. Who stood out to you? Let's talk bias talk. Yuki immediately stood out to me. She has such a unique sound. We all know I love a rapper. I loved her immediately. Um, And then I also really liked Swan. I really like the tone of her voice. I think she's beautiful. Okay. What about you? Who did you like? Uh, Yuki's my wrecker. I agree that she stood out. I think visually, like, she definitely stands out. And she has a lot of presence, Mm -hmm. you know. She she brings it. So you notice her. My bias is going. Okay. Yeah. She's very stunning. And I like her voice. There's like a different, yeah. a nice tone to her voice. So when she first came in during Panzona, I was like, okay, yeah, this voice. Yeah. I liked those members. It's hard to pick because they're still relatively new. So yeah. we don't have tons of interviews and things to sift through to feel the personalities out. But upon kind of first listen and look, those two stood out to me. You never know. My biases change quite a bit, as the queendom knows. So <laughs> right? we'll see what happens for the future of Purple Kiss. But yeah, I thought this was a really cool, interesting debut. I'm wondering if more girl groups are going to go in this kind of darker direction or mm-hmm. if we're still going to see a lot of cute and a little bit of dark. I think there's obviously there's room for both. And even though I tend to like the dark, I still, you know, the cute stuff's really enjoyable and the right song, it's just like the best. So there's definitely room for everything in K-pop, which is why it's so exciting. There's something for everyone. It's not all the same. K-pop, I think, gets a bad rap as being like manufactured and everything's the same. It so isn't. The sounds are really, really different people. So different. (laughs) There's something for everyone. Whatever your vibe and your taste, there's a group that will match. For multi-fans like us, there's many, many groups that match. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> our stand list is getting out of control. There are so many groups out of control. Stand. It's like, it's insane. But yeah, huge shout out to Danny. Thank you for turning us on to Purple Kiss. Really interesting debut. I think we should listen to it. Oh, yes. Let's listen to the first single off of this EP. It's called Penzona. This is Purple Kiss. it's a a groove I like the song yeah it's definitely not a bad song 
I like a few other ones a little bit more than this one on the album, but I can see what they were doing with it. And I think they executed it pretty well. So we'll definitely uh, look forward to more from Purple Kiss. Okay, so a lot of K-pop people have done covers of this specific Harry Styles song. It's called Falling. It's a really beautiful, sad song. It's probably my favorite Harry Styles song because it's depressing. So I love it. <laughs> and Do Young, our boy Do Young from NCT, he did a cover of Falling this week. So check that out on you. It's on YouTube on the NCT channel, like their official channel. If you're not subscribed, <laughs> it's so so beautiful. I thought it was a really interesting uh, yeah. version of the song. He stuck true to the melody. I thought it was really pretty and vulnerable. What did you think? I love that. I love his voice. His voice is so beautiful and he just has such emotion when he sings and I just, oh, it yeah. made my heart melt watching him. I He's really able it. to do that quiet vulnerability that yes. really draws you in. It draws you in yes. as a listener. He knows how to emotionally resonate the songs. It's, yeah, he's a skilled, skilled singer. I thought he did a really beautiful job. And it was a little bit different than the Harry Styles version. Not too much, though. I mean, he really kind of stuck true to the melody, which I appreciate. Luckily, most K-pop acts do that. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves when you hear cover songs and they completely mm-hmm. change the song. Like, no, I don't want to hear your version of it. Just do the song. <laughs> I know exactly. We've talked about that. No, yeah. we don't want your version. We don't care. We don't care. We like the original <laughs> and would like to hear how you yes. sing the original. Yes. Yeah. K-pop acts do, do a remix. Yeah, they really do. They don't do a remix. They know. No, no they're not obnoxious <laughs> doing their own spin on it. I don't want your spin. Right. No. So Do Young stayed true to that tradition on his version of Falling by Harry Styles. Really beautiful, tender, emotional. It's all in English. So I, I think that's amazing too when yeah. singers sing songs that aren't in their native tongue and they still emotionally connect so much and they're able to translate that emotion because I would be focused on just saying the words correctly. You all hear me. I can't pronounce anything. So that would be like <laughs> so difficult to do and they all do a wonderful job at it. Amazing job. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Do Young. That was beautiful. You guys check it out on YouTube if you're a Harry Styles fan or a Do Young fan. I was just a fan of pretty sad songs. Um, <laughs> so KCON. KCON is happening right now. I think one of the greatest disappointments for us is that we can't Ugh. attend a KCON in person. It just feels like such a massive letdown to not be able to go and be immersed in K-pop. So they've been doing like online K-contact since the pandemic. Uh, shout out to them. They're doing a lot to try to keep the content coming, but mm-hmm. it'd be nice to be able to go in person and go to concerts and the whole thing. One day. Yeah. K-contact three is this week. Huge concerts coming up this weekend with some of our faves. But has anyone stood out to you so far, Charity? Yes. Our girl's Dreamcatcher did a cover of one of my favorite songs by 2PM called My House. And they oh, killed yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah. did like a rock version. They had on suits. It was done so well. It was a cohesive kind of look that they did. And yeah. I just thought they did a great job. I love that song. I love when people do covers of it. I loved seeing a girl group do a cover. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a great song. 
Yeah. Dreamcatcher's cool. They're so underrated. I liked SF9. I'm becoming a fan of SF9. I'm becoming a fan of every one of the groups on Kingdom because Mm -hmm. obviously I'm watching all the Kingdom content. So I liked SF9 and I loved T by T, Tomorrow Together. I'm such a huge fan of theirs. I think they're so good. And of course they gave a great performance. So those kind of stood out to me so far. But this weekend we have... Ace, Everglow, a tease, and Hypen, and Stray Kids to look forward to. So So exciting. We're getting fed this weekend. Thank you, K-Contact. Thank you, K-Con. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing all of them and seeing what they do. And it just feels a little different. K-Con's a different thing. It's a nice vibe. So be on the lookout for that. All that stuff's available on YouTube throughout the weekend. You have to pay for some content, which like isn't ideal i know yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you can find stuff if you just google exactly. it like if you exactly. put it into youtube <laughs> exactly we're not telling you to do illegal streaming no we're not we're not we're just but. saying if you know if you want to watch um, there's different ways people watch so there's lots of crafty ways you can do it lots of ways lots of ways <laughs> yeah so that'll be fun i'm looking forward to that this weekend Let's talk about Wave Vision. I feel like last week we were a little bored with Wave Vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wave Vision got a little boring in the middle. Sorry, not sorry. It did. Season two had an issue with weather and they filmed inside and it was a little boring. Luckily, we're back outside. Yes, we're back. Episodes back to nine activities. and ten. We're back outside. <laughs> so episode nine, they did a sledding race and they had to randomly draw to see what their sled would be. And I will say, I called this the second I saw it. I knew which one I wanted. I think if you grew up in a snowy area, sledding, you know what the fastest ones are. What did you think of that whole thing? What were your thoughts? I, first of all, I thought it was so funny when Ten had to put the trash bag over his uh, contraption. I'm going to call Ten out right now. I'm calling Ten out. He was so mad. Well, the thing is, Ten got a plastic bag. So he should have ridden the plastic bag, which would be just sitting on his butt. Hendry got like a piece of burlap. He didn't complain. Yeah. His didn't even move. Kuhn got a bag of like soil. That's obviously not going to move. That's not going to be easy. Ten gets a plastic bag, which by the way, would actually go really fast. He gets a plastic bag and he goes over and complains that he's going to get hurt and bruised. So they give him a metal disc, which we all know is the fastest, and he just had Mm -hmm. to wrap his plastic bag around it. So 10 has really rubbed me the wrong way this way, Vision. And I hate saying that because I still like him as a performer and as an artist quite a bit, but he's so competitive about stuff that doesn't matter. It's just like, dude, it's not... Exactly! If I had to ride the soil and I didn't move an inch who cares? It's not a big deal. And he was like, he puts out his foot to try to block other people. He was pushing with his- I saw that. If you've watched this Wavision season, every single game, he does something that's shady and cheats. It's like, it's not a good look, buddy. It's not Not a good look, because I really like 10, but I'm like, dude, you're too competitive. Like, there's no need to be that competitive. There really isn't. It's such not a big deal. And for all of us watching- you know, it's not a good look. I'm sitting here saying yeah. like, ooh, I don't like the way this dude's moving. Like, chill out, 10. That was ridiculous. I loved that Win-Win was so excited about his plastic sled. <laughs> yeah. He was so happy. He was like, I cloud died this episode. 
But I knew, I'm like, no, plastic sleds suck. You do not want plastic. They like hurt your butt and they don't go as fast. Inner tubes are awesome. So when Xiaojun got that one, I was like, okay, okay. But I knew when I saw that metal disc, that's going to be the fastest. I knew it. And Lucas got it. The trick with that one is your core, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can't hold on to anything and it's pretty little. Lucas sat with his legs crossed and just rode to victory on the metal. Really? And he was so shocked. Look on his face was pure amazement of, oh my God, did I just win? I know. (laughs) Like this actually worked. (laughs) But that's like the difference. Like Lucas got something that he was just having fun with, you know, he had no idea that was going to be fast while 10 is over there complaining and trying to get an advantage. And he still lost. Like, yeah. Lesson learned, maybe 10. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like that because like, it's not a good look. You still lost and you know, a little ding to your reputation for the short term. Obviously I still love 10 and I'll always support him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, what I have to say to my boo coon, he (laughs) doesn't win anything and he doesn't care. Exactly. Who cares? It's not a big deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. There's always that one person that gets really competitive and takes it too far. And it's just awkward. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's a game. It's a game. We're having fun. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. I can't imagine getting that way. It's just not a good look. Hopefully, Tim was just going through something and that's not his personality. But yeah, I've noticed a lot during Wave Vision. Tim is on one. But the sledding race. Then they went ice fishing. I hated the fishing part. I know. That made me sad. And I am not a vegetarian. Emily is a vegetarian. I don't eat a ton of meat and I do eat seafood sometimes, but I don't like to see this stuff. That really was hard to watch for me. I mean, it's a reminder. I think it's good because it's a reminder that like, that's what has to happen for you to have that on your plate. Yeah, no, for sure. They did ice fishing and yeah, I just, I don't like watching fishing ever. To me, it's very uncomfortable to watch fish struggle to breathe. And there was was a lot of that in this because they put them in plastic bags and they weighed them to see who won. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. And again, this is different culturally. Like, yeah, I'm sure that is even here. People do that, you know? Well, but putting it like on TV, like that whole segment wouldn't be on TV here for that long. Yeah. That could be a special outdoors show and different shows, but animals dying and being tortured. isn't something that like is always on TV and totally cool. And I've noticed in a lot of these reality shows, they do a lot of fishing and things of that nature. So Mm I don't want to hate on somebody else's culture. And I will say the redeeming factor of the ice fishing segment, they then went and prepared and ate the fish. So mm-hmm. yeah, to me, that changes it a little bit because they are actually seeing them with their hands skin and prepare and season the fish and then eat it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Then I feel like that's a little bit different than people just, just going out sport. to exactly exactly i I don't want to ever be disrespectful for people because i know in different environments different socioeconomic environments people you know everyone doesn't have the luxury to be a vegan or vegetarian i understand that and i don't want to be insensitive to that at all where i say because i'm this way everyone should be not at all i just personally don't like watching it (laughs) i don't want to watch my favorite k-pop meat, and i don't want to watch it so yeah (laughs) for me that was um 
not not a good time not a fun episode if I had Uh, to prepare my own food I would definitely just be a vegetarian (laughs) well that's it though that's it that's a big debate in that whole world yeah 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 like that's a whole other conversation a whole other type of podcast but that wasn't my favorite so the sledding was fun the ice fishing I was like oh please no but I thought the broom hockey was great I loved oh, so the broom funny. Hockey. It was really fun. Again, yeah. super competitive. Yes. It looked really it looked dangerous. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like running around in tennis shoes on the ice. And then and then there was the one part where the editors put in, don't worry, they've taken safety precautions. All they did was put a helmet on them. They didn't have any other <laughs> gear. They're running around on the ice oh. with like brooms. Yeah. It was dangerous and it looked really hard i think the bristles and the brooms weren't that hard and it was really tough to get a handle on the puck i love that your man coon sucks at sports i think it's so funny i love how he just naturally (laughs) is awful but he like tries and he smiles it would be hard to be in that group and naturally be unathletic because I feel like everyone yeah. else is pretty it's so athletic. athletic. Yeah. So poor Coon, he always sucks at all the athletic things. And but he, he owns just has it. such a smile on his face. Yeah. Well, he's like, I'll be the worst at this. And he has fun and he laughs and he still tries. He's not like sulking. Yeah. It's another sports activity. He has the best attitude. He does. That's why I love him. Sports are not for everyone. Who cares if you suck at sports? It does not matter. A lot of people are good at sports. They suck at artistic things. They suck at, like, it's not a big deal. It's not, there's room in the world for everyone's talents and everyone's lack of talents at certain things. <laughs> but I think he is such a positive role model in that mm-hmm. you may not be good at it. You can still have fun and still try. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah. The more I watch of Wavy and get to know them, yeah, the more I like Kuhn. I can see why he's your bias. He's just a very likable yeah. dude. Uh, Lucas is good at everything. He's so athletic. I'm very happy. The past couple of weeks were just kind of like, uh, this yeah, definitely this one, was redeeming. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like next week we'll get the end of broom hockey and then who won the most medals and kind of a, a last hurrah meal, which is always fun to watch too. Yeah. That's my favorite. I like just seeing him sit around and talk and be genuine. So yeah. that's always fun. We'll give you our thoughts on that. That was Wave Vision this week. Clearly a lot of opinions. Ten's a little bit out of control here with the competitiveness. <laughs> oh, ten. I don't want to watch people go fishing. It's not my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but no shade. No shade to ten or meat eaters out there. Everyone's entitled to their own way of getting through this life. So. Mm-hmm. That's that. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to some big news this week. Big news with Big Hit. Okay. <laughs> big Hit just continues to make moves. They're not going to be happy till they're taking over the world, Charity. These guys, right? like, oh my goodness, goodness, take a breath. Take a breath. We are struggling to keep up with all your news. <laughs> okay. So... As you know, Big Hit's been making tons of moves in acquiring other labels, partnership deals. There's a lot going on with Big Hit. So Big Hit will no longer be Big Hit Entertainment. It's now going to be a thing called Hybee, H-Y-B-E. So Hybee will be the parent company, and then Big Hit will now be called Big Hit Music. So it's a different deal because they have so many other things kind of under that umbrella. 
I feel nostalgic just because I love that big hit entertainment. You know, the logo yeah. and the noise before a BTS music video. There's something in that that's so comforting. I'm sure it'll be the same and it'll just be big hit music. But it feels like there's been so many rapid changes and rapid growth yeah. with big hit. It's hard to keep up. I, you know, I wish them luck. They did this whole big presentation outlining what their new office building is going to be, which was kind of crazy. It was like a big <laughs> presentation. I can see the motivation to do it because now they're a public company and when you start to dabble in things that are outside your normal brand, like big hit music, mm -hmm. it can hurt the larger brand. Yeah. So if you attach it to something separate from that and give it a different name, it helps people separate in their mind. If something flops, it won't mess up big hits reputation. They'll think of it as high and somehow, you know, keep it separate in their brain. No, I get that yeah. for sure. They're trying to like be able to kind of keep things separate under the umbrella mm -hmm. of a big company and yeah. keep big hit music, big hit music. Yeah, the new building is massive. It's 19 stories. It's insane. Over a thousand employees now. Remember how small big hit used to be? Right. It's insane. There's a lot going on in those headquarters. Yeah, I just, big hits moving quick. And, you know, we talked about some of the moves maybe we didn't agree with or were concerned about, but at the same point, they've gotten this far and they've done so well. I trust Bang PD, so we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? A lot of stuff happening, but as long as good music keeps coming our way, good for them. Build your new headquarters and enjoy it. <laughs> uh, speaking of BTS, they received their first ever U.S. double platinum. They went double platinum amazing for dynamite so congratulations to bts it is hard yeah. to go double platinum people like, it is it's hard to go platinum much less double platinum right, it's hard to go gold like right this is, <laughs> going double platinum is a massive deal for any artist to do it in the united states with dynamite huge accomplishment congratulations to bts another accomplishment rose on the ground Fastest Korean female music video to hit 100 million views. So nice. that does not surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. Like, Rosé, yeah. there's such a built-in fan base. Yeah. And no matter what it is, it's going to skyrocket. The fans are so amazing and loyal and do so much to make sure the girls hit number goals and all of that stuff. We know how fandoms work around new releases, mm -hmm. um, which is why artists are so loyal to their fandoms like these fandoms shout out to you shout out to all of us we stream our butts off and try to help yeah. break all these records so the blinks and the rosies rosies fans made it happen for her congratulations we have a bunch of new releases coming out in april that we need to talk about itsy itsy's returning with guess who on april 30th Ooh. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, I feel like it's time for something new from Itzy. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. I already like the name. Guess who? Sassy. We'll see. <laughs> I'll be wrong. It'll be like a ballad. <laughs> but I envision a real sassy song if it's called Guess Who. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah. Right? With some fun looks, some fun outfits. Girl, we better not. I don't want to see those biker shorts again. No, no, Bridget, no. you got to bring it for us. You got to bring me a good outfit so Emily and I can argue over it. Terry, I'm still waiting for you to wear that outfit. The world's starting to open back up. Get I ready. Know. 
You better now have I need it to go ready. On the hunt. I know. <laughs> I'm holding you to it. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be really fun. Looking forward to that. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, a long time ago when we reviewed Itsy, I hated the styling. Charity loved it, and it became this whole thing. We had the queen to <laughs> vote on it. It was it was a thing for a couple episodes. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen? I'm hoping for some different styling choices. <laughs> we shall see. So that's April 30th. But before that, King Daniel is releasing Yellow on April 13th. It's part of his mm. color trilogy. So this will be the last one. Yeah, that'll be great. You know, we recently reviewed King Daniel, Paranoia. Yeah, excited to see what he comes with on this. Yeah. Maybe the biggest thing happening in April, Wendy from Red Velvet, who has done, speaking of OST songs, she's done a lot of songs for Mm -hmm. K-dramas that are amazing. She's, you know, done collabs that are amazing. Wendy has never had a solo album. Well, finally, our girl is releasing a solo debut on April 5th. So, yeah, really, really cool. Excited to see what she comes out with. NCT Dream has a comeback in April with Mark. Mm. Mark is back in Dream. Wow. Yeah. Mark never gets a rest. I swear, you know he's like really. He's in like a ton of groups. (laughs) Poor thing, man. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Mark. But that'll be exciting. We don't have a date yet, but that's April. Super M is doing a special song. It looks like it might be for a campaign with Prudential Asia. They're working on some charitable causes with Prudential. I'm not sure what this is going to be, but we got a teaser today and it comes out on April 9th. I loved the sound of the teaser. It was very kind of silk sonic, like maybe a little bit of dynamite, like very timely. So that'll be cool. I'm excited for that. Oh, your bias from 17, Mingyu. There's more updates on his bullying allegations. Uh, He's been like Hunjin, completely out of sight. And they pretty much came out this week saying, you know, this person said all these people were there. All the people she said were there said she was lying. That didn't happen. None of this happened. Pretty much everyone corroborated his story that it was a complete violation. So again, let's all be careful. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Someone posting random stuff on Twitter wasn't not true (laughs) you guys let's all i am so shocked how did that even happen i can't believe it i know let's all just remember to wait till the full story is out to start tweeting and accusing people of things and calling people awful names because a lot of people jumped on him the night that girl started posting those and look it was a lot of lies so i don't know what what's happening with him if we'll see him soon it's not like they're in the middle of a comeback yeah but i was happy to see that his agency is going to bat for him i love when they get vindicated and so the, do i the liar gets called out like, oh, like i would didn't sue. think anyone sue sue right, sue, me sue, too. sue sue oh my gosh it ruined their reputation like they ruin his because that will stick yeah. with him even though it was a lie it will stick with him in searches for yeah. the rest of his life Ugh, yeah ridiculous. i wish other agencies did that i know JYP. Um, <laughs> stick up for your artists. Mm-hmm. So that was good news. That's good news. Wanho has a concert special this weekend, you guys. It's, I think, 11 p.m. on Saturday night. So I 
believe it's called We Need Love. He'll definitely be doing songs from the new album and probably some other ones. His last concert we reviewed and it was kind of mm-hmm. up and down. There were some good parts and some parts that weren't that great, but he did do wonderful covers. So yeah. that might be really interesting if you're looking for something to watch on Saturday night. Kingdom. We've mentioned Kingdom a couple of times. Kingdom officially comes out on April 1st. The competition show with six groups, including Stray Kids, who we reviewed earlier this evening. So <laughs> more drama for the Kingdom production. Our boy Yanho, who we reviewed, I don't know, recently. Was that last month? I can't remember. So much has happened. But he's from TBXQ, and he was supposed to co-host with Chang Min. He got in trouble yeah. for social distancing, breaking a social distance law. And then someone started rumors that he resisted arrest, and he was rude to the police. The police came out and said that's a complete lie. But his reputation there's issues so he will no longer be co-hosting now it's just changman what mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah so that's really fair and right yeah, yeah that's real fair Again, like i just am so over it and i'm i'm gonna watch kingdom because i want to support all of our favorite groups and i'm really interested in the performances obviously but boy, is it disappointing. Like they did something this week where they all watched Mnet, their top three performances on Mnet. Each group got to sit down and see what those were and kind of just joke around watching themselves. And yeah, they completely edited out Hanjin. He's not there. They edited him out from sitting with the group. They edited him out from the Mira performance that they showed. It's like, really? Okay. That's really extreme. I think so too, especially when he's been proven innocent, but Okay. Again, there's something there that their reputation is bad and you have to keep them away from the public eye till it goes away. If someone's innocent, why? Yeah. I, I just don't understand that. I'll I don't understand. understand that. It's I bizarre. Don't it. So yeah, that sucks for Yanho. Like yeah. I was looking forward to seeing him. So that happened. While Big Hit is making moves, JYP is quietly making moves too. They signed a deal with China's Tencent Music. It's kind of a leading online music platform in China. So that's a big deal for the JYP artists. You know, I think big hits making moves in the Western world and JYP is making moves in China's market. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. But yeah, lots of business stuff goes on behind the scenes of this wonderful thing we call K-pop. <laughs> yeah. That's it for now. I'm sure there's more news out there. This world moves so fast, but we record the show on Wednesday evening. So that's all we've got for you tonight on the news. Charity, it's time for song of the week. What is your song of the week? My song of the week is Can We Talk Again by Purple Kiss. I really, really like that song. I listened to it a lot this week. Yeah. Okay. What's your song of the week? Uh, My song of the week is Going Dumb. Alesso, Corsic, Stray Kids. It's the one that's been in my head all week. Showing some love. Nice. We'll be back here next week. Speaking of love, lots of love to the community. We say it every week, but thank you. Thank you, Queendom, for welcoming us into your home, into your life, spending an hour, hour and a half, wherever this episode is. Thank you for spending time with us. We appreciate it. We love you so much. And we're really proud of this community we're building. So please don't hesitate to say hi. It makes our day. We're really happy to connect with all of you. 
follow us NYC K-pop Queens. New episodes come out every Thursday. And we will be here next week with my man, Bacon, has another comeback. It's going to be Yay. slow R&B love songs. So right up my alley. Get ready, Charity. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we'll have that for you and a lot of other fun stuff. Thank you for listening. We love you. Have a safe and healthy and fun weekend. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.